Hello everyone, welcome to another episode of Board Game Barbarians. I'm your host, Andrew, and with me as always is my Board Game Barbarian brother, Justin. It's me, I'm trying not to cough. You did it. <laughs> you didn't cough. I didn't, I will later. Yeah. Um, I do want to, I do want to say up front, I've been sick all week, so if, if, I'm, if people hear me being sick sounding, it's because that's correct. It's because it's just being a jerk. It's not it's COVID. Just... People have already asked me if it's COVID. I got a test back. It's not COVID. It's just upper respiratory yeah. stuff. Well, that's good. That anyway, I tanked COVID. your intro with my sick talk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, uh, as always, we can do some housekeeping or introductions. Uh, go check out Justin at BoardGameBarbarians.com. That's, the, that's this website or this I show. That's... <laughs> I want people to check you out there. Go check out Justin at Retro Warriors. Um, his classic video game podcast dot net. Uh, you, it's a dot net. It's a dot one. net, and you can check out both of us on a show called Talking Wizards. If you give a dollar to his his Kickstarter to his uh to my Kickstarter, kick- I'm kickstarting <laughs> Talking Wizards. We should do. We should kickstart it, man. My new cash cow. What would we even give people for that <laughs> insane show? What an extra episode, like <laughs> just for them. <laughs> Normally, Kickstarters, you get like a physical thing. You know, they'll send you like a coffee mug or something. Right. I feel yeah, like we'll for, make them Talking Wizards mug. is such a weird show that I feel like it'd have to be something dumb, like a lock of our hair. You know what I mean? Like something really <laughs> stupid and weird. So so we have to go bald to give all these people. Well, no, you limit that lock. one. That one's like limit, you know, is it 50. Oh, okay. You think you can get 50 locks? I think I got 50 locks in this luscious head of hair. <laughs> Without having to cut it out. Anyway, this is talk- This is what Talking Wizard is, is what we just did just now. Um, so go check that out. And then you can check me out at Cinema Rogues, where I host a show with Guy. Yes. With a guy. This name's Guy. Yeah. Yeah. What have, what have you been uh, what have you been up to the last month? Just mostly being sick, man. Um, Christmas happened. I got in some Christmas time. Uh, well, no, that was Thanksgiving. I was gonna say I got in some Christmas time games with family, but uh, we did not play any games at all. There were no games. Um, not even usually like when, when I go to like a, a family Christmas because I go to many of them. I'll I'll bring like I got a little trivia box, a little box of trivia cards. You know, just I bring something, and yeah. uh, I just didn't even I didn't even bother this year. I was just like, no, forget it. No, who cares. No. So, um, been playing lots of cards with you. Been kind of like eyeballing. So, so it's kind of a news spoiler, but they've announced some new Lord of the Rings card game stuff. And I've yeah. kind of been like eyeballing, like getting back into that. Um, but I have not, I've not taken that particular plunge yet. Um, but beyond that, just sitting on huge mountains of cardboard and plastic and not doing anything with it is kind of most of. Just owning it, you know. Classic board game conundrum. <laughs> I just have all this plastic in my house. I don't. I don't do anything with it. But it's um, it's here. You know, it's it's here. What have you been well, doing? That's good. Uh, I've been I've been playing a bunch of DC deck builder in the recent weeks. Um, I think I've played it about three or four times. Mm-hmm. Um, I played a game called Pick Your Poison. I think is the name of it. Mm-hmm. And it's like a card game where 
somebody's the, one of you know it's a party game where someone's the judge and then other people cast their what they want to put in there mm-hmm. and so it's all a, a game of would you rather so it's like would you rather like drink a popsicle of piss or lick the judge's taint <laughs> gross <laughs> that's gross and obviously so all... the licking i mean right obviously <laughs> Or it's like, would you rather eat the hair I mean, some from a do stranger's that. shower? Some, pe- some people do that for fun, you know. Right. Well, I mean, uh, I'm just saying. I'm just yeah. Saying. So that was a that was an interesting fun game. That I won. May I? Add. Oh, really? Yeah. You're the master of deciding whether or not to lick someone's taint. <laughs> yeah. Is that what is that? What the, that's what I'm going to put on my gravestone. <laughs> Andrew, beloved friend and husband and master of deciding whether or not to lick someone's taint. He's yep. the person we always asked. Whenever um, the question came up the one time. I don't really have a lot of news. This this might might be for for the listeners out there this might be a light episode. Yeah. Um so the, and that's that's okay. It's starting strong 2022. It's okay. Well, we we light, you know light episode. <laughs> Our, our board game days didn't line up right. We've just not been playing much, doing much. It's been the holidays. I've been sick. It's just, you know, yeah. it's just, it happens, you know, it's whatever. It's it's tough. Uh, well, for news, I do have one news, one piece of news. Archaeologists unearthed a 4,000-year-old stone board game. Oh, now does that make it older than the royal game of Ur? I don't know what that is, so I... Uh, th- it's, a, it's a, hold on, uh, let me, I'm going to look this up. Let me see. Wish you'd told me this ahead of time. I could have dated it. Um, the Royal Game of Ur, or the Game of Twenty Squares, dates back to twenty six hundred to twenty four hundred BC during the early Dynastic Three. Um, so that's that's you know that's a good, that's a good ways away. That's good. I think that that's was at forty forty six hundred years. Oh, this article actually talks about the Royal Game of Earth if I just looked uh, oh, really? yeah. further if you, down. If you had just read it. If I had just read the whole article instead of just some of it. Well, but this means, you know, in the grand scheme of history, that it's kind of not like not contemporary in the same way we think about contemporary, but, you know, probably existed and was played on Earth at the same time as the Royal Game of Ur, you know. Yeah, Ur is 4,500 years old. Yeah. Uh, this game is 4,000 years old. Okay, so, so a little newer. I think Ur is the yeah. oldest. It's known... the new hotness. I think, <laughs> yes, it's on the BGG top 10 right now. I don't know if, you, I don't know if you've been there, but a Royal Game of Ur never beat Gloomhaven, you know? Um, <laughs> people are just really into Mesopotamian racing games right now. I, you know, I just, yeah. just it's. <laughs> um, well, that's cool. That's cool. Do they have any details on like how it's played or like, because uh, I know a lot of this, like they don't come with instruction manuals. They got to kind of guess based on the game. What is it? What is it? What does it even look like? Uh, it's apparently just like notches in stone. So okay. it kind of looks like Mancala from what I can. Okay. So what you're telling me is they rediscovered Mancala. Possibly. This is <laughs> riveting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, as as far as news, I do want to mention. Uh, I, I mentioned it earlier. The Lord of the Rings um, 
LCG, which was kind of thought to be sort of like pseudo canceled by Fantasy Flight Games. Um, mm-hmm. uh, is 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 uh, uncanceled. Un- uncanceled. They come out with a, a, a new. Um, revised core set that includes the the number of player cards that you would normally get in three core sets which is how many you have to buy to get three copies of every card thus kind of solving the you know old lcg problem of well i want three of every card so i have to buy three core sets which is dumb also um (laughs) i like how you're like well it's light news and what is possibly one of the biggest shakeups uh in in the the in entire like tabletop gaming space uh uh asmodee got purchased oh yeah i forgot about that because it happened weeks ago <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. It, it was by um oh uh embracer group embracer group um which is run by uh what what effectively was originally thq nordic which is a video game company um, they, they just wholesale bought Asmodee, uh, and all of its subsidiaries, um, which is a bunch of stuff. It's Fantasy Flight Games, Board Game Arena, uh, the Catan Studio, Days of Wonder, Euro Games, um, bunch of other stuff I don't recognize, Plan B Games, Purple Brain, Z-Man Games, um, are now all owned by Embracer Group, which is a, a, a conglomerate of companies, right? Uh, um... Yay. So they're now uh, also a subsidiary. The good news is Asmodee has kind of come into FFG and started shuttering things, and things have been kind of on the downhill slope. Embracer Group is well known for moving in, buying a company, and then just letting them do what they do best and do what they like and kind of yeah. leaving them alone. So this could mean that we see sort of a, um, hopefully, a return to form from Fantasy Flight and hopefully less bullshit from Asmodee because they 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 don't have a great reputation for good reason. Yeah. Um, but this does make Embracer Group the second largest board game company in the known universe, uh, right after I believe Big Papa Hasbro, uh, oh. which is what they're traded as on the the stock market. Big Papa Big Hasbro. Big Papa Hasbro. <laughs> they also have a pizza place. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Big Papa John's, Big Papa Hasbro. You know, it just, yeah. just, just all works out. <laughs> yep, that's what it um, is. <laughs> <laughs> so th- this is this is uh, gargantuan news. Um, it's it's really exciting news um, uh, because uh, Asmodee uh, has not been treating Fantasy Flight games well. There's been a, a, a lot of not turmoil. You know, they didn't just come in and start booting people out the door, but they've been kind of quietly shuttering things quite like with lord of the rings lcg a year ago they said hey lord of the rings lcg isn't canceled but we're gonna you know reassess uh and we're gonna gonna be like we're just gonna stop making it but it's not not gonna make it it's not canceled no uh if you want to make it we'll let you we're not gonna make it um i they they basically came out and they were like "We, we are putting this project on hiatus and everyone was like that's and this was in the time when they were killing lcgs left and right it was not long after netrunner game of thrones lcg was dead you know uh, legend of the five rings was either hanging on by a thread or dying um and so everyone was like oh it's gone lord of the rings lcg is gone and then wizards of the coast announced that they're doing a lord of the rings magic the gathering set and everyone's like oh okay 
you know, and there's question of like, did they lose a license somewhere? What happened? Um, and then now Asmodee's like, oh, just kidding. Here's some more stuff. <laughs> they got new, they got new like starter decks coming out. They got the new, uh, 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 core set coming out. It's just, it's great. It's a great time. I am a little nervous because Nisei, which is the group of fans that currently run and produce Netrunner, are doing so just by the good graces of Fantasy Flight and Asmodee going, yeah, you can do that, we guess. And while they've taken efforts to make sure that their stuff is legally distinct, Mm. it's not legally distinct enough that I think that they could easily prove that in court without immediately running out of money. Right. Uh, Which is kind of how this stuff goes, you know. Um But all of this to say that uh, it does make me a little bit nervous because if Embracer Group buys Asmodee and effectively FFG has a new parent company and they go, hey, let's do the Netrunner thing again, you know, like it's not impossible. I don't know. It it just makes me nervous that maybe not that they're going to start making the game again because I doubt that. um, But it makes me nervous that they might be like, hey, why are all these people over here effectively using our IP for their own fan thing and, you know, making money on it? Uh, it, it, it makes me a little nervous about that, which makes me want to, for no discernible reason, panic buy all of the existing Netrunner stuff from Nisei because it's great. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, Embracer Group buying Asmodee is, is massive news. Uh, I, 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 I forget the amount of money. It was a lot and it is still pending, um, uh, regulatory approval, you know, um, right. Let's see, is 2.75 billion euros, Ooh. which would make it the ninth operating group within Embracer Group. Um, it is still subject to shareholder approval. And uh, yeah, they also uh, revealed that they acquired Miniature Market sometime in 2021. We don't know when. Oh, okay. Miniature Market being one of the largest tabletop retailers just in existence. Right. Um, so Embracer is suddenly and out of nowhere massive in the tabletop space, like Hasbro levels of of massive. It, it's it's a it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Um, now crazy. they don't, you know, like Hasbro's still got Parker Brothers. You know, they're still the the monopoly people. Well, hopefully but. they do they do well with it, and they don't do. Yeah, um, Embracer Group has a good reputation. Things. THQ Nordic has a good. They have a good reputation. Um, so I'm, I'm hopeful. I'll say this. They can't really run it worse than Asmodee has. So that's that's true. That just kind of seems like, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, where it's, it's uh, time will tell, right? We just don't know, but I'm, I'm hopeful for it, you know? Um, and, and I'm hopeful for the future of specifically fantasy flight games, you know, because they've been sort of shedding product lines for a while now um which obviously you want to get rid of the stuff that's not profitable and you want to hone in on what's making your money because you gotta you gotta sign paychecks at the end of the week but um it's it's not a fun place to be where where if you're where you're like oh it's by fantasy flight well we'll see if they keep making it i guess i don't know (laughs) we'll just just see what happens (laughs) you know and this is all not long after uh key forge like imploded on itself Right. You know, uh, which the I know was algorithm a, mess that yeah, happened, which I know is a big money maker for them. So, uh, th- thankfully, that news also let us kind of run through a little bit of 2021 stuff, which which you know puts us on topic a little bit. 
Yeah, when our topic is our top five games of 2021. That, and these are games that we actually played, mm-hmm. um, not just games that we were like excited for, which I think we might do. Um, if you have any off the top of your head, any games you're excited for, we might do that after uh, this. If, I don't know. Um, I, I'm excited for uh, the new Root expansion, which should be coming sometime quarter one or, or quarter two this year. Um, the Marauder expansion. Uh, I'm excited for the idea of Frost Haven, uh, which I don't know if that's 2022 necessarily, but I feel like it was. I'm sure it will probably get pushed. Um, but I'm I'm excited for that as a as a potential. Uh, I'm excited for at least a dozen more Dune games. I mean, what are we at now? Seven, eight? Like why? We're you at know what? One million Dune games. Why not? Let's let you you know g- get them out there. Let's make some more some more Dune games. <laughs> um, I will say, and I know I've harped on it recently uh, because of our Flesh and Blood episodes. I'm excited to see what happens to card games in 2022. It is yeah. a it is uh, an area of the tabletop gaming space with a whole lot of movement right now, um, whereas a lot of other areas in the tabletop space seem to be slowing down. Um, you know, like if you may, if you if you're um, making a big miniatures heavy board game in 2022 you're having a hard time you know all the issues in 2021 from the pandemic and the shipping and everything else going on none of them have gone away you know they're in the exact same place and and i think we said it probably a year ago but we're going to be feeling this in the tabletop space for a long time and i think in 2022 it's going to start to paint how games are designed so before it was painting how we ship games how we how we make games um but those games are already made we, we you know people were on the hook for the games i think in yeah. 2022 we're going to see the pandemic and and um restrictions and availability painting how people are even designing games which i'm excited to see i think under pressure and limitations people design great work um but I think we're we're in for a kind of refocusing in the tabletop game space as far as design yeah. goes. You know? Well, I mean, like I have uh, for Alter Quest. Um, for Alter Quest, I have like a supplementary, like it's just more characters and more enemies. Yeah. Um, that you can add to the game, um, and that has been sitting at a dock somewhere for months yeah oh yeah like yeah yeah in in america like Mm -hmm. they shipped it to america and then it's just now it's just in america like (laughs) i i yeah i i think um i i do think that's also why there is so much movement in card games right now is one there just happen to be some new card games coming on the market that are exciting but also cards are a lot easier and a lot cheaper to produce there are there are card printers in america there's card printers in different countries like board games for for what for what it's worth are are made in china they're made in china and they're shipped here because yeah. that's where all the factories that produce these things are you know for the most part i should say um and so i think a lot of people i think the idea of like oh just get cards printed at this american printer or there you know wherever um is is maybe a more exciting prospect for would-be designers on kickstarter you know yeah well, I'm I'm excited for maybe Shadows of Brimstone, the Viking the Viking game. I I it's been the, I think this will be three years. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so uh, I I'm not holding my breath for that game. 
it does it does it does really sting in the tabletop space because it's like oh things are going to be delayed but like tabletop stuff like we already w- wait years for stuff we're accustomed yeah. to that now it's gonna be like oh well instead of taking two or three years maybe it's gonna take five or six we we don't know you know like I, you yeah. could be 40 before you get in some of these kickstarter games um jeez oh, i don't want to think about that <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm also excited for uh, Marvel United X-Men. Yes. Uh, it's a Kickstarter that I kickstarted, and it should be coming in this year. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think some of the, not the X-Men stuff, but some of the other stuff, some of the other like stuff that you could pre-order yeah. has shipped already. Um, and then I know I'm, I, I'm kind of excited for... Uh, Zombicide Marvel Zombies. Did you back that? It's not out yet. Oh, I thought it was Kickstarter. It is Kickstarter. It's it's not. Yeah, I think oh, it's... the Kickstarter's not live. Are you gonna back it? I don't know. Andrew. Andrew, yeah. you know, you know better. I might. Do you like Zombicide games? I didn't hate it when I played it, and as we've talked or discussed multiple times, the theming of a board game can change the enjoyment that you have out of it. It can, and I, I, I agree with that, but also at the same time, like, there's just not space on my shelf for something that I don't love. You know what I mean? Oh, like, I've I, got lots of stuff that I don't necessarily <laughs> love. <laughs> I got one Calax, and, and, and that's not counting card games this is a separate separate category uh but i've got one calyx uh that is full and when it overflows i say as i look at it overflowing into the floor right now as i speak uh i start being like all right what do i need to get rid of like what needs to what needs to go you know yeah i uh i definitely need to trim down some stuff there's there are some board games that i still am uh like alter quest i'm kind of still on the fence about whether or not i yeah. like it well i think it's hard you to get enough to money table. like put some real time in it you know yeah like yeah it's, it's hard to get it to the table it's clunky to set up um i wonder so i wonder <laughs> is it really that hard to get to the table or is it just that it's not exciting enough for you to push it to the table you know yeah potentially Cause that's like, if you had a couple bad experiences with the game, it's hard to be like, Hey, let's dedicate another night to this thing that I didn't love instead of these things. I know I love. Well, I had such a, such a struggle with the book. The, the instructions were a struggle to get through. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I had one good game with some people that was a lot of fun, a four person game. And then you and I tried and it was just a shit show. Was that the last time you played? Because that, that, that was really was time. a one-off. That felt very one-off. We really need yeah. to try it again. We do. And maybe, maybe our maybe will. our what a March game day can be. Can be I was also quest. like really excited for Oath. I know you just, were stoked. And it's just such a ordeal. Well, it's it's yeah, again, it's an ordeal <laughs> to set up, and it's also not like as we talked about, not distinct enough away from root as far as like factions. And I think um, I don't remember like exactly I can what have I said. More fun just playing root. Yeah. I don't remember exactly what I said. Well, that's the thing. Like Kyle Farron's art is amazing, Yeah, but I can experience that art in root. I've got boxes and boxes and boxes of more boxes coming. Um, 
I think the thing with Oath, and I, I don't know if I said this or not at the time, but I was thinking back on it because we were talking 2021, and Oath did not land on my top five games of 2021 list. Um, because I was thinking about it, and I was like, Oath is an extremely interesting game, but it, it is not an exciting game. It doesn't excite me, you know? Like, when I think about playing it, I'm like, oh, yes, what a very interesting, different unique game but at no point am i like yeah. oh man that's exciting I, i'm excited for this you know it's just like oh how cool you know yeah it's and uh, I, think and that- I, I i don't want to say that it's a novelty because that makes it feel like i'm selling it short like there's some really amazingly interesting design space being explored with oath but but uh, you know it's just not i'm not excited about it it doesn't excite me right now i th- i mean that's another game that i need to give <clears throat> another chance yeah and i'm totally down to play more of it i i enjoyed it just was not you know how it is like you play a game and you're like let's play another game we need to go let's do another one you know i'm that's what i'm after i want i want that feeling all the time well we we did we played one game and we're like that was fun let's play another one and then we played another one and we were like that wasn't as fun (laughs) yeah well we played another one we were like yeah we're gonna be done we're just gonna be done now um It's, it's it's sometimes it's hard it, it's hard in 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 tabletop gaming because you want to do what's fun and exciting but the nature of tabletop gaming means that you need to invest a lot of time and effort into experiencing just about any of it you know as compared to something like a video game or a movie or whatever um yeah. that you feel this like this this guilt right where you're like man I, I i like i've got two different versions of gloomhaven i've got gloomhaven and jaws of the lion and that's just a big old box of guilt you know <laughs> i'm just not playing it and it, it's 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 like the ultimate sunk cost fallacy in action in yeah. individual boxes on your shelf you know where you're like well i gotta and then the new thing comes out and you're like well i got the game so i got to get that thing because you got the fomo setting in and then you get it and then you're like well now i feel bad that i don't play it and it's like what am i doing yeah why don't i just do i mean we fun? need to give gloomhaven another try as well we only tried to play i think it so one time. yeah well the problem is it's a 98 campaign game or 98 right. mission campaign <laughs> so for us to even start it it's like well it's something where our initial idea was like well we'll bring it to board game day and maybe at the end of the day we'll spend the last hour and a half playing around a gloomhaven and do a mission every board game day and then it'll only take us like 10 years to finish it yeah <laughs> but then even that is like well now i gotta drag this 40 pound fucking box with me on top of what i'm already bringing to board game day and it's like it sucks yeah anyway we'll uh we'll one day i'll have to just like come over and spend the day honestly it uh, the idea of you coming over and us getting really into gloomhaven upsets me because then i still have to drag the big fucking box because if we're like this was amazing we need to play more gloomhaven i still got to drag the fucking box to waco with me yeah honestly honestly i'd rather just buy the video game version on steam and let's just play that you know like just just fuck it just okay just <laughs> <laughs> if that's oh, what we want to do yeah so anyway. um well let's get into our top fives uh so this is top fives of 2021 um i'll go first i suppose um on my number five slot i've got marvel united yes this is the um, one where you set the cards in the big circle right yeah you put the cards in the circle 
and yeah. you're having to just go around a circle that, um, as you put it, the game was fun, and but it could be anything. Could be collecting <laughs> yeah. trash. It, it was generic. Yeah. Yeah. You know. Um, but it was very fun. I don't think it would be on my top five list if I hadn't gotten the expansion with uh, the Kickstarter exclusive stuff. Because mm-hmm. I originally just bought the regular game. And then uh, I was at a game store and found the additional like Kickstarter. Yeah, I was bonus with you, stuff. and you were like in the store. Yeah, I, was so, in the store. I think we like tabletop gaming because there's so much guilt involved, and I think yeah. I think we just we just naturally feel like we should feel guilty about things. I don't know if it's self image issue or what, but, but you were in the store and you're like, oh my god, I found this, and you're like, I want to get it, but I shouldn't get it. I don't need it. And yet and I just watched you stand there and guilt yourself for like 20 minutes. Yeah. And then finally you're like, I'm going to get it. And then I could tell after you got it, you felt a little guilty, but it's a different <laughs> brand of guilt, different flavor. And I do the yeah. same shit where I'm like, well, I, I shouldn't get this, but I want it. And then I get it and I'm like, I got it. But now I feel bad. <laughs> like, I <can't>. Yeah. <laughs> it's the perfect yeah, perso- I mean, personification of image issues. I don't regret it. Right. Um, thankfully, so at least yes. there's that. Yeah, thankfully, I don't regret it. It was a good purchase and yeah. uh, a fun purchase. So um, that's, I mean, and we've talked about most of these games that we're going to talk about, we've talked about on the show. So we're not going to go super in-depth on it. Um, right. But Just going to talk about where we are with it now. Yeah. Yeah. And, and I haven't played it in a little while. I'm thinking about breaking it out again soon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's only a four-player, up to four players. Mm-hmm. so it would not work for your your sunday group yeah yeah um my number five is probably uh the new nisei netrunner stuff that they've come out with and i feel like this might have been out um in late 2020 i'm trying to remember i'm on their little news thing right now january 2021 yeah, I think we're still we were still in previews then. Um Nisei has uh released their their full kind of reboot of the Netrunner card game, um mm-hmm. System Gateway and and uh whatever the other things are called. I've already forgotten. But the new thing is System Gateway. Um System Update 2021 is the other uh um big reprint um and new card compilation. It's basically them saying, hey, this is the new Netrunner core set. We are starting a new format within Netrunner. I believe it's called Jumpstart, where you're only playing with Nisei cards, and it's a the Jumpstart format is a clean break from the old FFG run Netrunner. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I just had a lot of fun with Netrunner uh, this year. It, I, I kind of go through bouts with it where I'll like coerce you or one of our other friends into playing Netrunner for, with me for a couple of weeks and we have a good time and then we move on and then I kind of slowly drift away and then slowly drift back to it. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like right now I've been kind of mentioning it to you and, and uh, a friend of ours like, hey, you guys want to play Netrunner soon? Because I kind of feel some Netrunner, you know. Yeah. And it's just, it's just, it's just real good. It's It's so nice to have a card game where I don't have to buy anything. There's no collectability. There's no products. I'm not like, oh shit, when's the new thing coming out? All right, crap. How much money do I have in the bank? How much does it cost? I need to get how many copies of everything to get everything? Yeah. Um, I just get on Genteki and I play, and it's just a a darn good time. I'm excited. I think they've announced um 
uh, a new Midnight Sun booster pack that they're they're coming out with. And then I know they're working on the next set. They're just trucking right along, continuing with their um with their products. So if you are not playing Netrunner, what a wonderful time to play Netrunner because uh, yeah. you can you can buy the cards, print on demand. You can print them yourself, or you can just play on Genteki, and you can play in the new format. That's only the new cards, which is just super cool. That is super cool. Well, um, I guess I'll get into my number number five. four. Number four, my number yeah, four. Yeah, we already did five. <laughs> I'll get to my number five too. Just keep doing uh, that. They're all five. <laughs> None of no one gets number one. Uh, my number four is Dune. I did get yes. to play Dune, one of the Dune board games uh, of the many thousands of Dune board games there are. Yes. Now, which um, one did you play? Do you remember the specific name? I think there's like two that are just called Dune. Yeah, this is the. Uh, the remake of the Avalon Hill Dune. Um, I, it's just called Dune. It doesn't have any other name besides Dune. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, because um, that that one came out, and I was excited to play the one with the little tiny water cubes. I was like, that's the one I want to play. Um, mm-hmm. you, you, and, and that one, the, the one you play, the one you have, is uh, the one that's three-plus people, right? The kind of yeah politicky sort of game of thrones board game-esque feeling kind of and you, situation and you really want to have like five five or six people you really want to have the full party if you can get it oh, just right. because well, I guess i'll just go hire friends there i don't even yeah, know <laughs> that we should start a service board game friends where you can hire us to play board games with you it makes me sad that I would be so excited to hear about that. You could have little profiles where they're like, oh, this is Justin. These are the things he likes. This is his personality, you know, like shrill yeah. and sarcastic. And you'd be like, oh, I want that guy. You know, the shrill, sarcastic one. Yeah. And then you can go hire me. <laughs> um, but that was, uh, we only played three games of that, but that was a lot of fun when we played it. Um, they were all super quick, too. Yeah. But each each faction I played was different and it was interesting and uh what a what a fun complicated game. Yeah. Yeah. Um my number 4 is uh, Star Realms. I don't know if this one ended up on your list or not. I feel I feel like I feel bad for Star Realms. We discovered it and then I got way into it. I was like, this game is fucking great. I went on and on. We did a whole episode on it. We yeah. were so excited about Star Realms. We were so excited and <laughs> Flesh and Blood just like came in. Well, what happened was I was like looking at it and I was like, man, the, this company, Wise Wizard Games, they make a lot of cool games. I played their epic card game. It was a lot of fun. Um, they've got the one that's kind of, it's, what is it, Hero Realms? Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, this is so cool. It, it You know what it was? <laughs> I played Star Realms and I was like, this is fun. And I still like Star Realms. I still have it in several of the expansions. I'm very excited to play more. Um, And then I started playing the Epic card game. And I was like, man, this really reminds me of playing like old school magic. Because it's really kind of very blatantly old school magic ripoff. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, man, I miss I miss that feeling of like when magic used to be an exciting card game for me. And I went and I was like, what are there? What is, what is even going on with card games these days? Like, what's so what's the buzz? They're dead, right? And I went and looked and I was like, what is this flesh and blood thing? And it was all over. It was it. Poor Star Realms yeah. just got 
booted out the back door. <clears throat> I remember because I didn't play Epic game. The what was it, Epic? Is it just the Epic? Epic card game? This is called Epic. Um, I didn't play that before we got into Flesh and Blood. <laughs> yeah. So you brought it. You brought it after we had already been playing Flesh and Blood for like a week or two. Yeah. And and I was like, Justin, this game sucks. <laughs> You know what it was? We, it was the it was when we went to the Dallas Calling. You came over to my house, and we were just playing Flesh and Blood. And I was like, "Hey, well, let me." It was the first time we had been in person since Star Realms. Yeah. And I was like, "Let me go get Star Realms and the Epic Card Game, and let's play some of those. Let's play some of these other card games." And we played them, and they they were still as good as they ever were. But we were just like, yeah, I don't give a shit about this right now. <laughs> like we just I mean, I still had fun playing Star Realms. It's just I right. had like Epic, I was just like, mm, no. I <laughs> well nope. There's no for fifteen dollars. All right. Give Epic a little bit of a break. <laughs> okay. Um, but Star Realms is still really fun. I would say it is it is the most fun I've had with with a genuine traditional deck builder. Yeah. Um, and I know that uh, deck builders are a big category for you, uh, um, but I've never really loved any of them. I mean, I, I just like, like okay. DC deck builder. Right. Yeah. Well, well, that's what I mean. You know, I know that one's a big one for you. Um, and, and so it was exciting for me to find a deck builder that I liked because I, I felt like the odd man out in the tabletop space because everyone's like, well, you want to play deck? Deck builders are like, it's like the junk food of tabletop games, you know, like everyone can get in on it. It's fun. It's strategic. It, you know, it's, it's, it's simple. They're usually cheap. Um, Star Realms is still a lot of fun. I, I still, I bought several expansions for it and I left them totally sealed. They're not even out of the packaging yet. <laughs> so the next time that we like play, we can like open new expansions. It's going to be exciting. It's going to be an exciting time. You're going to be excited. Time. Exciting yeah. time. I'll be excited. <laughs> Uh, we'll get into my number three, uh, and that is going to be Mage Knight. Oh boy, this uh, is also my number three. Is it? Well, we can just talk about it, it is. together. <laughs> now, Mage Knight did not come out in 2021, nor nor did Star Realms. We should have clarified up yeah. front. Uh, these are just our games that we were most excited about in 2021, the ones we enjoyed the most. Yeah, Mage Knight was so exciting for me because on episode 18, it was like, was it number one? It was number one on my list of board games that I cannot get to the table. Yep. And you got and it to we, the table. I got it to the table. We played it multiple times. I had a blast with Mage Knight. Like just talking about it makes me excited and makes me want to play more Mage Knight. It was a really fun game. Like what a what a fun, fun time. I, I like that I liked the one where we were kind of racing to the end. Yeah. A little bit where we're racing to like fight the big bad guy, but we never fought him because he was too strong. Yeah, we were just like, no thanks, no. Yeah. <laughs> um. So, like, I think what we learned about it is that you know we 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 like certain types of scenarios, and we need to choose carefully because we had one. I think we had one scenario where we were like, it's okay, just kind of fizzled. Yeah. Um. But I'm I'm so excited to not only have gotten Mage Knight to the table, not only have gotten to play more of it, but now I have taught someone else the game, and now I can force it upon them. That's um, right. I've guy, forgotten how to play, but I'm sure yeah. I'll remember whenever we sit down for it. Well, there's crystals, and you draw cards and stuff. It's fine. Yeah. Um. It's it's <laughs> it's it is such a fun game. Um. And and 
I, I just, man, uh, uh, everything about Mage Knight is just, mm, it's just like chef kiss perfect for me. Yeah. It's a shitload of game in a small, like it's a small box. That is a lot of game in a little tiny box. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 it's really good at its core. It's just a really good, fun card game. Um, oddly enough, the more I think about it, the more I see kind of weird parallels between the card play in Mage Knight and Flesh and Blood. Um, with the whole, you can kind of use cards different ways sort of thing where like each card has multiple different types of things you can do with it. Right. Right. Um, which is also true of Gloomhaven, which I loved the card play in that. I think I just like card games where every card can do more than one thing. It's not just like, oh, it's just an attack for two, you know, like you can do different, you can do different stuff. Right. Um, I think yeah. it's also the last time that we played Mage Knight, uh, we figured out magic a little bit better than we had <laughs> yes. been doing it. Magic is still um, kind of an enigma in that game for me. But it's very overpowered. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, in the game yeah. kind of like, sets you up for it like there's so much so many mechanics around magic and crystals which are which you used for magic um and then like you have to be at night for certain stuff and certain stuff like it puts so many weird restrictions and mechanics on it that it's kind of silly that we didn't realize that it was extremely important because anything with that many restrictions on it has got to be right otherwise why would you why would you do that you know. Well, yeah, I think we just learned getting that and getting the what are the like special abilities on the left oh, side? Oh yeah, the the um like advanced actions or whatever. They were yeah, because I had Something one like advanced that. action that was like I could damage myself and get a bunch of crystals or something like that, and I did it like <laughs> yeah. every turn. <laughs> like just as far as as a a deck builder game, man, what a what a it's just a really fun game where you're like building a deck as you go through this game um and you know what it it's it's great it does not feel uh a decade old i'll tell you that much it it feels great love still still kicking still kicking uh well my number two is gonna be star wars force and destiny Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um so i've been dming a game uh, and what a what a blast that has been. We're, we got to a point where, um, I'm sorry if you can hear my dog whining in the background I at the door. Um, she's just real excited about Star Wars. She's just so excited. Big super um, fan there. Um, anyway, what was I talking about? Uh, we've were been talking running about this- how much of a blast it was. We've been running this game. We've had three, you know, me and three players, and we've had uh, throughout the course of several months, we've had one player completely go dark side, and I'm basically at this point running, or I ran two games for about three or four, three or four sessions, mm-hmm. and I was like, I'm not going to do that anymore. You guys are just going to fight each other, and one of you is going to like die, right? So you're going to die or give up or something, but yeah, yeah. So I was, so the next game we we haven't played in several weeks because of just people being sick and other stuff. Um, and so the next session we have is like the final battle. Like we've already set up for it. It's just going to happen. Yeah. So, so are you, what, what, what's your plan here? Like, are you going to just kill I'm off serious. characters? Just let them figure it out or I'm going to sit back <coughs> and uh, enjoy myself and watch them fight each other. And that's not good. do anything. That's, 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 
we got to throw and, some like NPCs in the mix. So you got something to do. Uh, I mean, I've got like, so he's by himself and he's fighting two characters and he's got like um, some Mandalorians with him. So, okay. And then 50 Darth Vader's show up and start yeah. fighting everyone. Yeah, that's right. And <laughs> they just kill everyone. Everyone dies. Just, just like in the special editions. <laughs> right. Yeah. When Jabba's there, 50 Jabba's show up and eat them all. Yeah, I don't. I I I I really kind of. I've only got one more game on my list, and I think it's the same as your number one. So I want to save it. Um, so I, I I didn't. It feels so weird to me that I didn't have. I couldn't quickly go. Oh, these are five games that were really exciting to me this year. Yeah. Um. But they're just. They're just. I don't know. Um. I know releases kind of slowed a bit. You know, we were feeling twenty nineteen. Yeah. Or 2020, I mean, not 2019. 2019. Um, I, I, I just kind of slowed my tabletop buying. Uh, part, a lot of it was because 2021, I mean, uh, it was still pretty staunch pandemic territory, you know, like, uh, we, I mean, gosh, I, I didn't even get vaccinated till you know, several months into the year, you know, and so it's this thing where it's like, I, I wasn't buying much in the way of tabletop stuff because I wasn't seeing human beings. Right. You know, um, I will say the one game that sticks out to me that we only got to play one session of, but that I really enjoyed and would like to play more of was um, call to adventure. Um, that, 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 that. Yeah. There was actually recently a Kickstarter for another expansion and I did not kickstart it. Yeah. Just because I was like a hundred dollars for another thing for a game that I don't get to play that often. <laughs> it's like, kind of that I already have an expansion for, and there's already an expansion that I need to get. Yeah, I liked that game a lot. I liked that it was really just kind of. Um, it felt a little non-interactive-y, where you're you're all just kind of sitting there like, well, I'm just making my story, and you're just making your story. Um, so it felt like one of those games where, like, I think because I was playing with you, we we found our fun, you know, in talking right. about the stories we were making and stuff. I think it's one of those games where you need to be willing to do that, to have fun with the story you're creating and talk about it and make it interesting. Um, similar to something like, a, what's that What's that one? Um, the one with the big giant book, uh, or, or, Tales of Arabian Nights, or is that it? Oh, yeah. Yep. Tales like, of Arabian that, that, Nights. Love that that's game. No, that's another game where, like, with the right people, what a blast. With the wrong yeah. people who are just trying to get through a board game mechanically, well, would not be a blast at all. Yeah, yeah, you um, really have to. I mean, and that's kind of what we did with Call to Adventure was, um, just putting our own spin and in in actually trying to embellish our stories a little bit instead of just being like, "Yeah, I was uh, born an orphan. I killed the dragon. And I bye." This dude. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Um, but I'm I'm interested to to play more of that. I had a good time with that, um, and I don't even remember why we didn't. I think we just had other stuff on the table at the time, and it just got pushed up aside. And you know, yeah, uh, it wasn't as bombastic as whatever we played instead. I don't even remember now. I don't remember either. Um, but I guess we'll get into our number ones. Which sorry to keep talking about it, everybody, <laughs> but. Uh, it's flesh and blood. It's flesh and blood. Um, flesh and blood. I think I mentioned this previously. Has evolved from a thing in the tabletop world that I like to it is now its own separate category of hobby for me. Yeah. 
Like, it's like, oh, yeah, you know, video games, movies, tabletop games, and flesh and blood. Like, it's its own <laughs> it's its own yeah. pillar in the circus that is my life, right? Um, it's just so much fun. I think a lot of what we have really enjoyed about the game, and I'm just going to talk for you. You don't get to say why you've enjoyed it. Okay. I'm just gonna t- that I'm just gonna that works it. for me. It's, <laughs> <laughs> um, I think a lot of what we've enjoyed about the game is riding that wave right experiencing the game as it comes out and as it evolves like if this was a game that was 20 years old and it's been long dead um you know obviously a lot of the excitement would be gone i think it's still a really really good game that we would enjoy but i think um legend story studio the company that puts it out is doing really well i think the game is doing really well it's growing a lot and i think it's just really exciting to kind of be in the community as that's happening you know that's a lot of fun um yeah i mean it's a lot of fun for me also to just be a part of something that's that i'm basically there almost from the start of right yeah Um, absolutely and that i'm kind of getting getting in on the ground floor like yeah i I was i was talking to my wife and like the when we started i wanted to buy at least one box of every set Um, because I was like, I love the idea of having cards from ever, like if this game goes for 20 years, having cards from every single set, like that's so cool to me. That's the thing I always wish I had done with Magic the Gathering or Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh or any other card game I played, you know, where I had stuck with it and just been like, yeah, I'll buy a little bit of it every time because how exciting. I mean, you can't do that with Magic anymore. You haven't been able to do that with Magic for years. They release so many products and so many sets and it's insane. You know, so I, 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 you know, I think a lot of it is riding that release cycle. It's, it's fun. It's exciting to get to be there. Um, but also the game is just damn good. And it's just a damn fun game. Yep. It's a whole lot of fun. I mean, it, it's repetitive, but it doesn't feel repetitive since every game is different in some aspect. Well, I, I would, I would say it's repetitive in that you're doing the same thing every game, which is picking a hero and then you're fighting each other. Um, but the heroes, the heroes feel different enough that like some games are just so weird. Like you, even now, like we've, I mean, we've played so many games of flesh and blood since October, uh, no September when we started, but even now, every now and then we'll pair up, uh, we'll get, we'll pair up a weird couple of decks and be like, this is a weird game, right? Like, why is this so weird? Like we played, um, Bravo versus old him the other day was it bravo old him no it was bravo um, reinar reinar yeah and uh and we were like this is such a this game feels so different like and, and it's exciting to me to still find things like that and to still be playing the game this 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 much for this many months and still sit down and feel like i'm learning new stuff discovering new things with the cards already on i mean we haven't built decks in a month or two yeah um and we just sat down tonight and played a game with decks we already own that we have owned that are not new or exciting there's no new shit in them and we sat down and played a game it was briar versus dash and and you played that game totally differently than when we played that matchup previously because you know there's still that that depth there that you can just keep mining in playing you can play the same matchup over and over and over and play it different every time and it's oh it's just so good it's so good we did two whole episodes on it, and then kind of a third, and then this is kind of the fourth. It's real good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
And guess what next episode's going to be? <laughs> I'm excited. Next episode, Everfest, is coming out. I'm real excited for it. You know, I, I do think that um, I like having a collectible something that I'm into in the tabletop space, you know? Yeah. Um, floating from massive board game to massive board game is fun, but sometimes you just want something that you can go buy a pack of or a box of or wh- whatever it comes in, you know? Uh, it's, it's nice to have that, that, that constant, maybe I'm, you know what it is? I think maybe the pandemic has starved us for tabletop releases so badly that we're like, we don't even care. We'll play a collectible card game at this point. Just give us some product <laughs> to buy. And they're like, here that's you go. That's not stuck at a, uh, at a dock somewhere. Yeah. That's not stuck at a dock and that's not a magic, the gathering card that I cannot figure out what to even do with it anymore. They have so many product lines. It's since they have to get rid of some product lines. Because it's a nope, lot. They're gonna make more, make it's more ins- product lines. It's insanity. You look at it and it's like, man. Anyway, so yeah, next episode we'll probably be talking Everfest because it's coming out. But we have other stuff planned, you know. Oh, we got other stuff. We got, <laughs> we got other stuff. So defensive. Yeah. It's there. All right. So yeah. shut up. We've. <laughs> uh, no, we're planning on doing. We'll probably talk a little bit of Everfest. We're planning on doing Arkham Horror card game. Yes, which I've never played. I'm going. I've never into played it either. I'm going into it totally blind. I'm. I'm. I'm going to let Guy be my guide, uh, and teach me. I'm, He'll be I'm, our guide. He'll I'm teach us the ways one. of the Arkham Horror. I'm probably going to watch a video before we do it but. i'm not i'm not going to i will not no i, I want to i want to go totally blind i just want to i have no no preconceived notions i don't know anything about the game or how it works i know it's like cooperative or semi-cooperative i know that it's like cthulhu kind of um eldritch horror themed um yeah. that's it that's all i know about it it comes in green box i know that um well it's like bluish green <laughs> did you do you own it did you just look around to look at it yeah, I own it. You don't know how to play it? No, I just got it. Okay. Oh, it's right. You did recent... just a few weeks ago. Yeah, 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 it's the most recent born game that I've that I've purchased, and I've I'm had kinda, no one to pl- play with. So I'm kind of scared that I'm gonna love it. Yeah. And then I'll be like, ah, fuck. And then you're gonna have to buy. It. I bought the one that you can have four players with, so I think we'll play my copy, and then I don't think uh, I can't. I don't even if I love it. Like I'm so ass deep in flesh and blood and the lord of the rings card game that i just don't ah, well i mean I then this one can be mine all right good I, it's I get it's yours also right. i keep almost wanting to buy panic buy those uh netrunner cards i mean just oof, don't do it oof. i mean I, you can, i'm gonna do it wait in my head sell I was... some flesh and blood cards <laughs> no i'm not selling any flesh <laughs> are you insane <laughs> I'm keeping that shit. I have one card that I opened that, um, and I won't bore anyone with the details, but it was a high dollar card. And Andrew's like, why don't you sell that? And I'm like, I just like it. It's a useless <laughs> card. It's just like a variant version of a card. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, I like looking at it. I take it out and I look at it. it makes me feel good. <laughs> now, flesh and blood here to stay. Not getting rid of any of that. Well, I might get rid of like some bulk later when I just have like big boxes of bulk. Yeah, just throw it in the trash. But I, I in my head, I'm like, I'll give it to someone and then they can learn to play the game. But it's like everyone I know is an adult. If they want to learn to play the game, they'll just go buy some fucking cards. They don't want my shitty yeah. bulk. That's true. I wouldn't want it. I would give you my bulk. I'll take your bulk. 
This yeah. see, this is how this is how far gone I am. I'm just sitting here <laughs> bitching about my own bulk, and I'm like, cards. I'll take cards. Yeah, you got cards. Take yep. some cards. <laughs> <laughs> I built a cube, and then I was like, okay, how much bulk do I have left? Many boxes of it. Okay, I'll figure something out. <laughs> um, well, yeah. Well, that's that's our show. It is. We did it. We did. Um. If you like board games, then you should play them. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Life advice for 2022. Yeah. If you if you like board games, then you should, you should get play some, them. Get some friends and you can hire uh, me and Justin on our new service. <laughs> if if I will say this, I've been warning everyone on every show, whatever you're into. I don't care what it is. Board games, video games, movies, uh, antique vases. I don't... Whatever you're into, get prepared because NFTs are going to be injected into it. It will be before the end of the year that someone announces like some kind of NFT tabletop related type of something. Oh, gross. It's going to happen. I guarantee it. Gross. I guarantee it. I guarantee. Anyway. Well, that's terrible. And it is a nightmare future that we live in. They're gonna find a way. They're gonna like eh, it's gonna happen. It's yeah, gonna happen. flesh and, and blood I know. cards that are NFTs. <laughs> oh my god, uh, there are already NFT trading card games where each card is an NFT. They exist, and I don't mean just one. Several. Yeah, I'm not not all, not about that. Yeah, I'm not either. It's it's I don't like it. <laughs> I'm upset. I don't I don't like it either. Well, if you don't like it, you can let us know on Discord. And talk to us about how you don't like NFTs and that you do love Flesh and Blood because there's a Flesh and Blood channel on our Discord and the link is in the notes. Yes. Um, check us out on Facebook.com slash Board Game Barbarians at Instagram at Board Game Barbarians. And uh, please rate and review us on iTunes. It really helps out a lot and gets the gets that old algorithm juices flowing. Uh, actually, it doesn't do anything for any algorithm. That's oh, why okay. you need to rate and review us, because podcasts on iTunes miraculously still not driven by algorithm. I don't know. Oh, okay. I don't fucking know. Well, then never mind. So, no, please rate and review us. <laughs> Otherwise, no one will see it. No one will see the show. That's true. Also, thank you very much for listening. Yeah. And remember what is best in life. This is board games. Board games. Okay. Well, I guess I'm going to add the show. Okay, bye. I'm sorry I had to cough. It's board games. Good night. <laughs> Ugh.